All right. Hey, fam. So I'm not even going to lie. I recorded two other episodes that I thought I was going to put out today. Not both of them, but two different episodes. I did one, then realized it was going to be the end of the year. So then I recorded another one. And now here I am, not very happy with the other one, or just not not as satisfied as I want to be with an episode that I'm going to put out. So here we are. And today is going to be 2021, This Year I Learned, so T-Y-I-L. And we're going to hop right into it. The first thing I learned that expectations do not equal assumptions. And this is that the expectation others actually have for you is not the same as the ones you think they have for you. I don't remember if things were like this in high school, but if you went to college, you know the first week is syllabus week. And the syllabus outlines the basic expectations for the class. And I guess in high school, the same thing would happen if you got a grading rubric for a paper or some some other assignment. And that gives you the grading expectations. So for example, if you have 12 or more grammatical errors, you can expect this, either this grade or this many deductions and points. Which led me to think and realize we're getting clear expectations in some aspects of our lives and not others. So this year, I have learned to normalize having clear, genuine conversations on expectations or even wants, needs, and feelings in all kinds of relationships, whether they be intimate partner relationships, friendships, familial relationships, business relationships, because we can't build an entire reality on assumptions of what is expected of us or assumptions of what is needed from us and assumptions of what we should be doing, right? For example... In therapy, I realized that I built a lot of my work identity and what I wanted to do as far as career goals around the assumption (laughs) that my family expected me to be something of prestige, like a lawyer or a doctor. Now, that that is true for some family members. But for others, I found out just by asking that they had no expectations for my life or what I would do. And that's wonderful. They just wanted me to be happy. Great. (laughs) Great. So I've spent a lot of time stressing about trying to do something lucrative to make enough money to be able to take care of everyone, essentially, assuming that they needed to be taken care of. And spent so much time in a career or in positions in places that I couldn't stand (laughs) and it's just it's so ridiculous when I look back on it but this all could have been avoided had I just had these genuine conversations earlier in life so if you're listening and you're much younger than I am I hope that you have these conversations earlier in life and you don't stress yourself out on what you assume the expectation is of you in relationships or in your life or anything. Which leads me to the second (laughs) thing that I've learned this year, 
Or these are also things that I might have just known and had to have reaffirmed this 2021. And it's that you don't have to live up to anyone else's expectations, but your own. Now, this sounds a little bit like the antithesis of one, but I promise you one and two are related because once you realize that your assumptions aren't people's expectations, it makes it a lot easier to gain perspective on their expectations and their opinions and take yourself out of the emotion of it and apply things that can be useful to your life and throw away the things that aren't. So you can listen to other people's expectations, glean some of their wisdom, <laughs> and then create your own expectations and or, you know, a path for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, if you get too caught up in other people's expectations, you'll likely start denying your own passions and wants and not living your life to the fullest as you see fit. If you've already been doing that for a while, just remember, and this is my all-time favorite quote, it's never too late to be what you might have been. And that's by George Eliot. And I just want to remind you that no matter what path you've chosen in life, it's not permanent. <laughs> Everything doesn't have to be set in stone. And you will have multiple iterations of yourself as you go through life in each decade and learn more and do more and gain wisdom from various experiences. If you start traveling at some point, then you get a whole bunch of new experiences and a whole bunch of new wisdom. So... You don't have to be so bound to other people's expectations of you. And I've really let go of a lot of that this year. And it's never too late to be what you might have been. I'm glad that I started this podcast and doing a lot more on social media and creating content because this is fun to me. This is fun. Researching is pretty fun. Not doing actual scientific research, but me being curious about a topic and then reading tons and tons and tons of material and then forming my own opinion on it, my own personal form of research is fun to me. And it's not too late for me to do that. And I'm so happy that I have now embarked on this path. It's different. It's new. It's fresh. And when it's not new and fresh, if I don't like it anymore, I can still do something else. That's the beauty of life. It's a journey. Boom. Put that on a mug. The third thing I've learned is to do the things you like. <laughs> well, do them more. <laughs> and if nobody does them with you, learn to be comfortable with doing them by yourself and be open to meeting new people with similar interests or other people that like doing the same things that you do. This is so big to me because I've always enjoyed my own company. I have no problems doing things by myself. I do a lot of things by myself and I enjoy being by myself. I enjoy the quiet. I enjoy, I personally prefer the majority of the time not having anybody around. That's just me. And I think a lot of people are scared, whether it be to be alone 
or being alone with their thoughts. But I think you need to break out of that for 2022 because what I've learned in 2021 is I need to do more of the things that I like by myself. Now, I said I don't have a problem being by myself, but what I've had in the past is a problem of committing to myself and committing to doing the things that I enjoy often. I think I've spent a lot of time catering to other people's happiness and spending time with other people because I feel like time is always really limited. And instead of just doing all of the things that I want to do, even if it does limit my time with other people, I've <laughs> I've sacrificed, and this sounds silly, but I know that there's someone somewhere out there doing this as well. I've sacrificed the time that I could be spending doing the things that I enjoy or going to that MMA class or even just reading that book <laughs> to go spend time with somebody else or to watch TV with somebody else. Or to hang out with my dog, who sometimes, not even my dog, my mom's dog, who doesn't even care in an hour afterwards whether or not I spend time with him. It's just the whole thing. So once you start taking yourself out, do it more often. Take yourself out on dates, not just your hobbies and things that you like to do. Start learning if you don't already know what makes you tick discover and broaden your understanding of your best and worst qualities and start or continue improving upon yourself if there's nothing else that i've learned in 2021 it is that everyone is a constant work in progress and that work in progress may never be perfect but it makes it gives you a little bit more grace for yourself to understand that everyone can improve whether or not they choose to is a different story but everyone has the compa- the capacity to do better to do better to learn to grow to ruminate on life their mistakes things that they could have done better and how they can do better in the future. So then the fourth thing that I've learned this year is that you can start to cope with or even control in a sense your anxiety. But that takes work. So don't just think it's it's simple. This year I've done a lot of internal work. I was in therapy. I left my job. <laughs> I dedicated myself to a business and laying the foundation for it. And I joined a professional organization and just a bunch of things changed in my life that would normally cause me ajda. <laughs> like I would just freak out and then end up doing nothing. In fact, I was very con- inconsistent and I didn't do anything throughout the year. <laughs> There were, there were many times where I've, I've still done that. So I've learned and I'm still learning and consistently working on riding waves. And what I mean by riding waves is understanding when I am in a very highly anxious place and taking the time to step back and calm myself down or just to breathe 
or even just to not speak to anybody. My phone's got to go on do not disturb and I I got to be okay with that. <laughs> and I do it. And I allow myself that time and that space and that ability to take a chill pill. And in those times and post those times, I have to be able to give myself grace because it's it's not going to be perfect. I'm not going to be a, a completely anxious list person tomorrow. But what I'm realizing is that I've come so far. <laughs> just the fact that I've been inconsistent and not just completely fallen off the face of the earth <laughs> is a feat in itself because I can I can 100% do that. And I think I have done that for at least a year or up to eight or nine months at a time where I just won't go on any social media. I could be dead to the world. Nobody would know except for my close friends and family. But once you learn that you are more than just your anxiety and figuring out what methods work for you to calm yourself down or to take away the stressors that add to your anxiety, it changes the course of everything. And now that I know that I can and have the capacity to manage my anxiety, I feel empowered. <laughs> Learning how to do it and actually as far as managing the anxiety and putting it into practice is just the biggest confidence booster. I feel so much more empowered to just conquer my goals and do things in life that I never thought I would be able to do or just that I never imagined that I would do like this podcast, for example. And it's just, I wish I could bottle up the joy that I feel when I look back at everything that I've done this year and see how much happier and how much more fulfilled I felt this year. Even though there were some low points, not gonna lie, compared to previous years. And mind you, previous years, I was making more money than I've made this year. So it's not the money that's a factor, although money <laughs> money helps, money adds to adds to a little bit of happiness depending on the cost of living where you are. But I just really think that reflection is a big part of the learnings too, but it's not really in the list <laughs> here, but just know reflection. And when I see how far I've come with anxiety and how I handle and manage it. Absolutely. 180. 180. And now I feel so much more confident going into the new year and coincidentally the last year of my 20s. So I'm ending a decade more confident than I've been the rest of the decade. <laughs> and the fifth and final thing that I've learned this year is that with the right mindset, you can do anything. So I started this podcast and working on my brand entirely inconsistently <laughs> beginning at the end of 2020 and even though I was inconsistent I can look back and see like I said before wow just look I really did that I did that something I've thought about for years my YouTube channel and never did although I thought about it in the beauty space and not necessarily the career and work and lifestyle space. I did that. <laughs> I never I never did it before. I honestly thought at a certain point 
just like a lot of people think YouTube is oversaturated. Who really cares about YouTube anymore? I mean, what what's the point? I just went for it. I did it and I'm very happy today. I'm at 210 subscribers and that is just absolutely amazing to me. It is awesome to me that 210 people liked my content enough to want to subscribe and see my face in their subscription feed. Shoot, I was surprised when there were even just two or three people that were non-family or friends that subscribed that actually wanted to see and hear what I had to say. So that was dope. That was really dope. And I think just seeing that I did it and now knowing that I can is eye-opening. As I sit here and reflect, again, with the reflection, <laughs> at the end of the year, I see what I'm capable of doing. And I'm confident that I can do more and do bigger and better things next year. Even though, on one hand, I think... I needed to do this and fumble a bit throughout the year to get in that right, that right mindset. On the other hand, I think, damn, I wish I never doubted myself to begin with. Because then how much further would I be right now? Or if I had really gone all in, I don't know why lately I've been saying balls to the wall a lot. But if I had really just gone balls to the wall and really committed myself and just been confident in my abilities and doing all the things... I could have I could have been now I don't know I don't have a crystal ball so much further <laughs> than I am right now at least in terms of how much content I've actually put out I don't have any control over how many people watch the content subscribe like comment whatever but I do have control over the amount of content and things that I put out and I notice Personally, I get a little bit better or a little bit quicker with editing or just something improves whether or not it's something tangible as far as you, the listener, viewer, being able to see or hear or just me logistically being a little bit faster, learning a new shortcut, learning how to do different cuts and different edits to make things smoother. I just notice improvement. And you only get that improvement from doing something. And you only do something once you have the right mindset. So just even if you have to fumble your way through something and fake confidence for a little bit or fake enthusiasm in something for a little bit, fake it until you make it or until you're sick of it and you decide you definitely just don't want to do it at all. But just give yourself the chance to get in that right mindset and know that once you have that, you can do anything. You can do anything you put your mind to. We're not going to dwell, so I'm not going to keep thinking, damn, man, you know, I really should have just been super confident. We're only going to look forward. And those were the five things that I've learned this year. And I'm really curious to understand and know what you've learned this year and what you'll take with you going into 2022 and with that one i will see you next year or or since i can't see you you will hear me <laughs> next year so again with that one i appreciate you thank you so much for sticking with me this year through all of the inconsistent uploads and everything and episodes and 
and just everything. And I am so glad that you have made it through the year because it's been another tough year. I appreciate you. Have a great end of the year and catch me in 2022. Peace.